saba. So we start our sermon from the book of Matthew chapter 7 verse 24 up to 27. And you should not see that we are repeating the same thing many times. Why even scripture has been repeated in so many places is for emphasis and for so that people can easily understand what God has been speaking about. And that is when the Bible says Jesus quotes the scriptures he is not reading it he's only saying people whatever was written before it is still applicable today so if we see us repeat uh, this scripture is because we are building on uh, the foundations of true doctrine and the bible says as i read therefore whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them i will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock and the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and they beat upon that house and it fell not for it was founded upon a rock then verse 26 the bible says and everyone who hears these sayings of mine and that does them not shall be likened unto a foolish man which builds his house upon the sand and then he repeats the same assort And the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew and the, and they beat upon that house and it fell and great was the fall of it So when we are talking about studying the right doctrine is what Jesus is speaking about here The what we see is Jesus says his sayings as we says these sayings of mine so the true word are the sayings of jesus and you see the scriptures talk many times about the word of god and the testimony of jesus christ because every scripture is the word of god and it comes from the holy spirit and no scripture is bigger than the other or more effectual than the other because It is not only the word but who speaks those words that matters. So when Jesus says, "Therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, he is only speaking about the word of God." So anything else that have been built outside the word of God and people have made it like it's the scripture, they have erred. Because this scripture has so many words. That if only a man has to keep on those words in the scriptures he is likened to a wise man that built the house and that house when it faced the temptation of the weather the bible says it did not fall because the foundation was still the foundation was good but now going to the case we started last Sunday which was about true spirituality and we started with the study of a carnal man or carnality and that's where we continue from there because whoever does not take these sayings of Jesus and does not do them that person has become carnal all a man of the flesh all a man of the senses 
And we, as we build our case, we check from the book of 2 Corinthians. But today, even if you're going to check on the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter, chapter 3, and then verse 1 to 3, and it's good we revisit that, so that we can grow in our understanding of the scriptures, and why some people who are in Christ are kind of Christians, while others are not kind of. So in the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 3, the Bible speaks clearly, and it speaks clearly about us, these people who are in Corinth. They had received the Holy Spirit, they had received the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and uh, they were exercising them. Sorry, that should be in the first Corinthians chapter 3, not 1, not 2. And the Bible says, and that is where we start, he says, verse 1, and I, and I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unspiritual, but unto canon, even as unto babies in Christ. I have fed you with milk and not with meat. For hereto you are not able to bear it, neither yet now are you able. For you are yet canon. For whereas there is among you envying and strife and divisions, are you not canon and walk as men? So when you see scriptures call this church in Corinth canon, and in other words, Paul says they are babies. As we said last time, they are babies because they have refused to grow. They have refused to grow. And this is manifested by their behavior. They are still envying. Yes? They still have divisions. These people, as Apostle Paul Paul calls them, these are people who are still walking as men. And we said last time, those who walk as men are those who still walk after the flesh. Those who still walk as the old who still walk as they used to walk before they accepted Jesus Christ. And we also said, these people have everything they have required. They, have, they are recipients of the grace of God. These people have privileges as the children of God. These people have the Holy Spirit. They have the Holy Spirit indwelling them, but they have continued in disobedience to the Holy Spirit. That is the reason why they cannot grow. And so they have continued in carnality. And you say, the reason why they have not grown is because just they have not obeyed the Holy Spirit. They continue to strive the Holy Spirit who should be helping them in their work of faith. Now we look at the characteristics of carnal Christians. 
to build on the case of carnality. And what we say from the beginning is, carnal Christians who are, are those who are still babies in spiritual things, they never grow up. What we see is, when one is a newborn Christian, those who gave their life to Jesus just the other day, these babies are still have weaknesses. Some continue to struggle with some forms of sin. And in their weakness, they do not submit to evil. But their hunger and their desire to grow only becomes greater every time they face temptations. And you have seen people struggle with even smoking. We see people struggle because they are newborn babies. You see them struggle with the lies. So they will lie and then remember, I'm born again. Some will even struggle to drop some habits, like going to the pub and taking a beer. People who struggle with these things because they are newborn babies. They have weakness. But they have a serious longing to grow. Their hunger to grow up is serious. So these people who are newborn babies, their desire to grow is continuous. And because they are no more in their growth, just like small babies, they will have weaknesses. But a kind of Christian is the one who continues in sin. He has no problem with sin. He has the privileges of a believer, full of the grace of God, with the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. But they will continue in sin because they have allowed the flesh to take over their lives. In fact, we say it at some point it becomes impossible to tell between the carnal Christian and the saved person. Because they have allowed the flesh to take over their lives. And so they swim in those dirty waters and they're comfortable with it. So the kind of Christian has the capacity. He has the capacity to grow. The kind of Christian has received the grace that tells him to say no to all form of ungodliness and every act of unrighteousness. Just as Paul, Apostle Paul tells Titus, that the grace that brings salvation has appeared to all men that teaches us to say no to all form of ungodliness. So these people have received the grace that should help them to stay away from sin and all acts of unrighteousness. But they have refused. Like we said last time, growth should be normal and is actually natural. You add in your height, in your weight, in your strength, and in your intellect because of the experiences that you have and because inside your body, the seed of growth is inside of you. But if, for a reason, you do not develop your speech, you become an invalid and people will call you deaf and mute. If, for a reason, your lips do not grow, people will call you an invalid or a cripple because there is something that is not happening with you because 
what is expected to be natural is not happening with you. If after a few days you are not able to see that even if a finger is placed in front of you, don't move your eyes, meaning you don't have sight, people will call you blind because you have an invalidity as regards uh, sight. If for a reason you do not develop your teeth, people will call you an invalid because something is not happening naturally. What is supposed to happen naturally? If for a reason, as you grow up, you're not able to move away from your mother and start t- taking care of some of your things, then you'll be called an invalid. As I gave an example of a child who is 10 years and who cannot still, who is still on diapers and the mother has to change, that child becomes an abnormality because he is not able to do what people his age are able to do. Now in Christian work, it is still the same thing. Carnal Christians remain the same same way. They remain to be babies no matter how many years they stay. And why I say they have become invalids is because that is not the natural growth. The natural growth is what Paul speaks about in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. And so we will read in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. And the Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. And the Bible says, But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed in the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So Paul is saying, we move from one glory to another glory. We are experiencing a change because of our growth. So if this is not happening in your life spiritually, it is because you have become carnal and you are the way you are from the beginning, just like a baby who becomes an invalid. But those who have allowed the natural growth, they will grow from one glory to another glory as they take up the image of Jesus Christ, as they become more and more like him. These are not carnal Christians, but carnal Christians will remain the way they were from the beginning because they have refused to grow from who they were when they were born to what they're supposed to be by now. As we quoted the book of uh, Hebrews, chapter 5, verse 13 last time. And we'll still even read today because what we're developing is to understand and know if ourselves are carnal. We need to understand whether we are moving forward, whether we are growing, or we are still also those who would call invalids or people who have no growth in them. And the Bible says, verse 12, For when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And are become such as have need of milk, and not of strong meat. For everyone who uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is still a baby. So those who still there, they are still babies, because they are not moving from one glory to another, because they have refused the Holy Spirit to allow them to grow 
from from what they're supposed to uh, from where they are to where they're supposed to be in the book of romans 8:29 i'm going to show you what normal growth should be the scripture says the word of god says romans 8:29 Romans 8:29 the Bible says For whom he did foreknew he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the first um, firstborn among many brothers So our giving back from the old nature to the new nature is we should grow from our old nature is we should grow from where we are at the beginning the new creation and I'll continue to become more and more like Christ so sanctification because that's what sanctification is is he that in the canon Christians what you normally call utakaso it is not a moment thing it's not like taking a bath it is not an event like eating it is a continuous process which the babies or the canon christians refuse so canon christians refuse to become like jesus they refuse the normal process of growth to become like jesus And Paul also speaks these same words. And I'll show you that contrast when he speaks about it in the book of Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15. Where he says Ephesians chapter 5 Let's go there. You know the scripture says Chapter 4 verse 15 should be 4 verse 15 The Bible says but speaking the truth in love you may grow up into him in all things which is the head even Christ So you're speaking the the truth in love then he says growing up into him even him who is Christ So when somebody is not allowing the holy spirit to mold him into the shape the express image of the son of god who is Jesus Christ then those people will remain as babies and they will become invalid or kind of men spiritually So when you see somebody who is the same and is not changing in their nature and they're not becoming more like Christ in terms of character and nature these are kind of Christians so their speech does not change the attitudes of their hearts do not change they do not show love as Christ showed love they do not show humility because they have refused to grow 
these are kind of Christians because they remain exactly the same because they have refused to grow and because why do you know why Paul is saying they have refused to grow where we have read in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3 he says i speak to you as babies because you still walk as carnal men and he says i cannot give you anything else because you cannot bear it because they have refused to grow they cannot bear that growth the food they are supposed to eat is they say no please don't give us this would rather come back to you again every other time and i told you you have so many christians who are like that and they have become a serious problem even to the church people who drag back the church those people who who say anyway i just want to come and sit in the church and feel the pews and then i'll go home so what they like most is to come and dance in the church so if there's no good music they will not come if the electricity goes off they cannot sing they cannot worship god these are christians who call their pastor for everything and i said that last time if they are sick they will run to the pastor if their marriage is in problem even they a quarrel small quarrel they only know they can only go back to the pastor they don't don't know how to pray they cannot even engage their minds to think what does god wants in this situation these are kind of christians and they will follow their senses and not the holy spirit reading them we said kind of christians they are just fleshly people they are like kind of men only that it has been provided for them to grow and be sanctified and become more like Christ but they have refused so kind of christians are babies that's the first character of kind of christians the second characteristic for today for a kind of christian it is that they are shallow or hollow in the word of god i know all of you know gourds what is inside a gourd it has nothing inside of it yes it has the shape and the form but inside of it it has nothing when you say something is hollow it's like when you prick an egg and and and, and burrow a small hole and then drain the yolk and its content The moment you meet that shell you think it's an egg but inside of it it has nothing just like the way a balloon is full of air and looks great but only needs a prick for it to lose its shape and form and burst cano christians are shallow and hollow and they are poor in the word of god what do i mean when i say this These people only want simple messages. They have no grasp of the deep truths of God. And why? It is because they have not allowed the Holy Spirit to take over. Let me bring bring you a perspective in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2.
And let us read from verse 11. First Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 11. Let's read from verse verse 10. First Corinthians chapter 2 from verse 10. I know it's famous to hear this this in verse 9 the bible says I as it's written I has not seen nor heard nor ye heard neither have entered into the heart of man what God has store has in store for those who are in Christ but the bible continues but God has revealed them unto us by his spirit for the spirit searches all things yes the deep things of God So why do you do a kind of Christian ministry in the word of God because they do not allow the spirit of God to search the deep things in the heart of God and then bring it to them for them to understand they have closed their ears those are the people that the prophet Isaiah spoke about that they have eyes but they cannot see they have ears they cannot hear they have a mind but they cannot perceive because they have not allowed the holy spirit of god to teach them the deep things of god they have not allowed the holy spirit to teach them the deep things of god they have not allowed the holy spirit even to reveal the scriptures to them the bible says the scriptures are not subject to human interpretation so these people because they have not allowed the holy spirit to teach them the deep things of god they have not allowed the holy spirit to go and take things from the heart of god Yes and reveal them to their own minds and to their own hearts and their own spirit so these people will remain shallow in the things of God because they haven't allowed the Holy Spirit to do that to them and Paul brings something to them and says you in verse let's read verse 13 Abastrophen verse let's read now we have received not the spirit of the world you know the spirit of the world is from satan but the spirit which is of god that we might know the things that are freely given to us of god and you know why because when god speaks when jesus speaks about uh, us he says if you people are carnal Yet when your children come to you and ask for bread you don't give them a stone and they come to you and ask for uh, for fish you do not give them what a snake how much more is your holy father that if you ask him of the holy spirit will he not give him to you because he said if men are like this it is something that is a guarantee for a christian it is the holy spirit the moment you receive jesus christ the holy spirit is a guarantee And because he's a guarantee even Jesus say when the help comes he is going to teach you all all that I have taught you and bring to remembrance all these things you see what he is saying is you will not remain the same as regards understanding my word yes the holy spirit if you allow him he's going to bring to remembrance all these things and he's going to teach you all the things that I have taught you and even more because he searches the deep things of god and he reveals them to you those who are in Christ but kind of Christians because they have strived the holy spirit and they have grieved the holy spirit 
they will not grow in the world. They will not grow. They cannot grow in the world. Why? Because they have refused the one who teaches. Because if you refuse the one who teaches, what will happen to you? You remain in nursery school in terms of knowledge and understanding of the scriptures. But it doesn't leave it there. Paul says in verse 12, but we have not received the spirit of the world, the spirit of Satan, who teaches the wisdom of the world. Today, a canoe Christian will run where there is canoe teaching. Where there is canoe? Well, what are rhyming when somebody is speaking? You know, people are looking for preachers who are like that. Those people who will put words together until they rhyme. And you feel like, anyway, that guy has what the word. It is not how easily the words rhyme. It is the teaching of the Holy Spirit to the heart of a man. And you see, the difference is here. When you are taught the wisdom and the philosophy of men, there is no transformation in your life. But whoever is taught of the Holy Spirit, there is transformation that comes from the word of God. So a kind of Christian, because he pursues the wisdom of men, and the wisdom that is taught by the spirit of this world, they remain the same or they become worse. But whoever is taught of the Holy Spirit, this person grows and is continues to be transformed. Paul says, become different in the spirit of your own minds. Be changed in the spirit of your own minds through the word. So if you are not feeding the word of God, would you be changed in the spirit of your own minds? You remain the same. So carnal Christians have the old mind because they have not allowed the Spirit of God to teach them the truths of God that would bring change in their own lives. So when you see a man who has no grasp of the truth of the Word of God, it is because they have received the Holy Spirit. And so they will remain hollow and shallow. That even you lift them, they are lightweight. They are light. Today, if you lift a melon and lift a gourd, even if they have the same shape, which is heavier? A melon, because it's full. A gourd has nothing. And that's the, the, the same thing Paul speaks about in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4. And I think we need to rather so that we see the weight. The weight between the gourd and the melon. Paul says, let's go to the book of Ephesians. You see what happens. To that Christian who is not who is hollow or shadow in the word of God. The book of Ephesians chapter 4. I know you're almost there. The book of Ephesians chapter 4. Verse 14. And you hear very clear here. The Bible says that we henceforth be no more children. Be no more. These are the kind of Christians. Tossed to and fro and carried about with every weed of doctrine by the slight of men and the cunning craftiness whereby they lie in way to deceive. They lie in way to do what? So if this person is hollow, and shadow in the word of God, one thing is sure, because of their light weight, 
they will be tossed to and flow. These people are never stable. Carnal men will never be stable because they are hollow and shallow in the word of God. So they will run from this church and then go to the other one. They will say this pastor is good. This pastor is not good because they have no grounding. They are light like a gourd. They cannot even sink in the waters of life and be established in their own place. These are kind of Christians because they are shallow and they are hollow. And so they cannot bear whatever Paul is teaching them. So a kind of Christian remains a baby and a kind of Christian remains very shallow in the word of God. And we have already seen that there is like solid food. They hate solid because they like the simplicity of things, of the human wisdom. They love to become like those men out there. What matters to them is the externals there. And so they will come on Sunday cladding very good, looking beautiful because that is the only thing that matters to them. And some of them they are even leaders in the church. So they will come, sit in the very front seats. Others will lead praise and worship. But because they are shallow and hollow, what they are exhibiting is only the externals. And that takes me to the third point. Kind of Christians think of themselves as spiritual. Kind of Christians think of them as spiritual and that's why they remain comfortable. And Jesus, when he rebuked the Pharisees who are a good example of kind of men, pointed out their failures and their lack of spirituality. They were not spiritual men, but they wanted to look spiritual. And there's no, there are no, there's no group of people who, refused, who received Jesus' rebuke like these Pharisees. In fact, he dedicated a few chapters to rebuke them. You got the book of Matthew chapter 5. I know you have read this before. And he tells... He said, don't become like Pharisees. When you pray, you do what? Go into your inner room and close the door and have communion with your father. Don't stand in the streets at the junction of the roads and pray loudly that you may be heard. Now, kind of Christians are like that. And then he tells them, when you fast, apply oil on your face. Make sure at least you hide your state, your physical state, because you are fasting. Because if you do as the Pharisees do, then you have already received your, your reward. These people work so hard to present themselves as spiritual. And like I said the last time, they will speak of how many times I go to the mountain. And how many times they have fasted the first one year. They, they brag about the externals. So you see them even if they have gone to a widow's house to give some food 
They will take selfies and send them away that people may see what they are doing. They do it for the cameras. They see, do it for them to be to be seen and they have a sense of what spiritual men should do. But what he said last time is this. That those who are spiritual are driven or motivated by the Holy Spirit and their steps are what the Bible says. The steps of the righteous are led of the Lord. Carnal men are not led by the Holy Spirit because they refuse the Holy Spirit. And so they work so hard for the externals that people may see them. Everything they do is for the public. It is not as a service to God. It is not the prompting of the Holy Spirit but their desire to be honored and to be famous. So even if they come and they sing a great song, it is not to worship God. It is that they may be seen. And if they can lift their hands and cry, they think by doing so they become spiritual. Not that spiritual men do not cry when they go before God. But these people are doing it for the camera. They are doing it for those who are next to them in the church. That guy prays and he cries unto the Lord. These are kind of Christians. And let me surprise you. When you look at the church in Corinth, in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, and you read from verse 7, let's read from verse 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 from verse 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 from verse 5. And the Bible says that in everything you are enriched in all utterance and in all, in all knowledge. Even as the testimony of Jesus Christ was confirmed in you. So that you come behind in all gift. Paul is the one who introduced the gospel to the church in Corinth. In fact, he was the first person to go and preach the gospel to the people in Corinth. And so he says, the testimony of Jesus Christ that whom you received has been confirmed in you. And how was it confirmed? By the coming of the Holy Spirit upon their lives. And so he says in verse 7, that you lack in no gift. You lack in? So these people could speak in tongues. These people could even have the word of knowledge. Yes? These people had even the gift of healing. These people had all these gifts because the Holy Spirit was there with them when they received him. But the challenge is, they got to a point they left the Holy Spirit and because the gifts of God are not irrevocable, they continue to do it. So those who are preaching will continue to preach, only that they would pervert the word. And people would feel the grace of their preaching because the Holy Spirit given gifts will continue in their lives. But they worked so much in for, for the externals. And we have seen that today. Because somebody has the power to drive out, drive out demons, he prostitutes that gift for his own gain. Praise God. Because another one has the gift of prophecy, he uses that gift of prophecy to exalt money from people. Have you not seen that? These are kind of Christians. Another one has a gift of the word of wisdom 
And so they gather men around them to use that gift and they prostitute it for their own money. So carnal Christians work so hard. They work so hard to show people what they have received. But because their leading is not of the Holy Spirit, they continue to abuse the privileges they have received in Christ. When we see this happening, we are only sure of one thing. We are only sure of one thing. And what we are sure of is this. All of us need to examine ourselves to know whether we are in the faith. Because I cannot mind, as the scripture says, and as I told you last time, is not subject to God, neither can it be. It is in rebellion to God. It is in rebellion. And the best example is Judas. In the book of Luke, I think chapter 10, the Bible says, And all the disciples were given power to go and drive out demons and to heal the sick. And Judas was among them, and he did so. But because he remained that kind of man, he was never changed. He was never. Even the day he died, he was still a kind of man. So if a Christian is not careful, he may continue to enjoy the privileges of being in the presence of Jesus Christ, and at the end be lost. At the very end, he might still be lost. The end of a kind of Christian is destruction. Some will tell you, as far as I profess Christ, of the assurance of eternal life. Unless you submit to the will, your will to the will of Jesus Christ, you are still carnal. And you continue to edify the body, which is always at war with the flesh. Like I've said, a carnal mind is not subject to God. Neither can it be. The Bible says, as I conclude, in the book of Romans chapter 8, verse 5. Romans 8, verse 5. And you continue to read that and then I'll quote other scriptures. And then you will have your own time to go through those scriptures and learn from the Lord. The Bible says, For they who are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they who are after the spirit, the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Verse 7, the Bible says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so, be that the spirit of God dwells in you, 
Now, if any man have not the Spirit of God, he is none of his. Paul, in his exhortation, in his encouragement of the church, but a warning to the church too, says in the book of Galatians, chapter 6, verse 7. Galatians 6, verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. For he who sows to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap eternal life. Dear friends, as the scripture says in the book of Proverbs chapter 2 verse 1 to 9, and I will read the book of Proverbs chapter 2, chapter 2. And it would be better if we read together. Because it is our word. It's not my word. It's not, it's all of us. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1. And then we read down there. And you read your version and what it says, and I read mine, and then the other person reads theirs. So that we may learn from this even as we prepare for the coming of the Lord Jesus. And the Bible says, I'm waiting for you to get to the book of Proverbs, chapter 2, verse 1. You read in your language or whatever your Bible, the version of your Bible. I know we are there already. The book of Proverbs, chapter 2. And let us read together because this is how we conclude it. And let these words speak to your own heart. Don't be lost. Speak. Read what your version says or the language that you're reading. Whatever it says. It is speaking to you. So let us read together. My son, if you receive my words and hide my commandments with you, so that you incline your ear unto wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry after knowledge and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as, as for hid treasures, then shall you, shall you understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, out of his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He lays up sound wisdom for the righteous, is a buckler to them who walk uprightly. He keeps the path of judgment and preserves the way of his saints. Then we read as the last verse. Then shall you understand righteousness and judgment and iniquity. Yes, every good path. Take your moment and speak to God concerning today's word. Even as you examine yourself, whether you're walking carnally in carnality or you're walking in the spirit. Because every man who continues to walk in the Spirit has marks of his growth. He shows his growth and we see the marks of his own growth. Bearing Christ in his mind and his heart and in his spirit. And I can tell you God is faithful to work in us. All that he has desired for us. 
even as we continue to be sanctified, as we continue to grow from one glory to another, as we continue to become more and more like He is, for the glory and honor of His holy name. I know of His faithfulness. I know He keeps His promise. He keeps the covenant of love and of molding us into the image of Jesus Christ. But we have to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah, one to every man who strives against God. We must not, we must not join that club of people who strive against God, but those who obey and enjoy life. Because the Bible says, If you're willing and obey, you're going to eat the good of the land. That you may become obedient and willing, and you eat the good of the land. That when the end comes, we'll become like him. Because the Bible says when he appears, we'll appear like him. This must be the, the desire of the heart of our hearts. That we may walk in obedience to the Holy Spirit, to the glory and the honor of his holy name. Let us pray. Dear God, in the name of our Lord Jesus, we bless you and we honor your name. Thank you because of your word. We know you have spoken to us. My Father, let this word fall on good ground and grow and mature. Grow to perfection until we bear much fruit, King of our glory. Thank you, Lord, because you are molding us to become more and more like Jesus Christ until we come to the full measure of the stature of the measure of Christ and to perfect man. We bless you and we honor you because you are worthy. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus, we pray and we give thanks. May God bless you so much.